Hey, people, what's going down? Thank you for joining us on this edition of Because Because I I Promised, the show where we talk all things marriage, family, and everything in between from a Christian perspective. We're the Wilsons, and we feel that traditional marriage in our society today has been dealt a black eye and is no longer a sexy concept. And we want to do everything we can to help heal, restore, and enhance as many marriages and families as possible. So So let's let's get get it. Wow. I know. It's finally here. We're here. Our first show. Oh, boy. Man, it took some time getting here. A lot of work, a lot of work. (laughs) How you feel? I feel good. You feel good? Uh Uh-huh. You sound good. Oh, babe, stop. You excited? I am. <laughs> Me too. A little nervous too. A little bit. We'll be good. Anyway, we're the before mentioned Wilsons. She's Dee Dee. Hey guys. I'm Kurt. Um, before we get started, I thought we'd tell the people a little bit about who we are and what the show is about. Okay. We are and have been married for 25 years, mm-hmm. almost 26 years. Coming up on when? August. August. Oh, you got to do this to me. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get this right. Yes, you are. You are. August 7th. Yeah. I was going to I was going to give you a hint. Think opposite yeah. of what you yeah, usually that's, say. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> oh, because you know, uh we were going to get married on the 14th. True story. But that was the anniversary of my grandmother's passing, so we changed it to the 7th. But in my mind, I always get always the 14th the and the 14th. 7th mixed up. So, it's August 7th. It'll be uh, 26 years 26 years know. we've known each other how long fast. almost 30 years it'll be almost wow gosh it'll be almost 30 years this september wow that's incredible august september yeah man wow we have five daughters yeah. beautiful daughters mm-hmm. we have four grandchildren mm-hmm. two and two we finally got some boys yep. in here um our cat and our <laughs> dog are both female yep. Uh, one of our kids has a pet snake and we think it's a girl that I'm afraid of. <laughs> um, I don't know how I allowed number two to sucker me into I know. having a all snake the pets, in the house. All the pets. Right. We, we were not a pet friendly family. Well, we, we like pets, but you know, snakes, that's a snake is not a pet. That's something totally different. It's here. <laughs> it's definitely here. And, um, you know, when you look at it, you know, some they, there's something else that, I think the people should know we got married young. Yes, we did. You were 22. Yep. I was 25. How? <laughs> I was 25. Mm-hmm. When we met, when we met, how old was Oh, I? father, when we met, <laughs> he was all of 18. No, no, not all. I was almost 19. No, you were I was like 18 snake. and a half. No, maybe. I met you in October. My birthday No, it wasn't October. It was September. One month. Okay. Yes, one month. Okay, Th- that I was closer to 19 then. Uh, he was 18. He was 18 and I was 21. 21. But she didn't know that And I at didn't the time. know. I did not know. He walked in and he, a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, was introducing mm-hmm. us, and um, we, we, she was a coworker of mine, and um, she always had men coming into the store looking for her. She was a very pretty woman, and 
So when this guy walks in and I'm like, no, she doesn't know what to do with this. I'm, I'm <laughs> whole shooting my shot. I'm, I'm giving, I'm batting the eyes. I'm pew, pew, Pretty pew. smile. I'm posing myself just so with my hand all on my imaginational Short, hip. hair all whip, <laughs> and, body tight. <laughs> and I'm like, I, she's not in, but can I help you? And he wasn't picking up what I was laying down, y'all. It he, up. he wasn't picking up. I Gone and tell up. the truth to the people and shame the devil I, I, on what you it. said I'm, in your heart. I, I'm going to tell the people what happened. Mm -hmm. So I come into the store <clears throat> and I put my deep voice on. Miss mm -hmm. so-and-so here. And I, I'm checking her out and she's smiling and batting her eyes. And I'm like, ooh, wee. But she said, no, she's not here, but can I help you? So I had to play it cool. I said, no, nah, i just tell her so-and-so came by. Why'd be you play it cool? Because I knew I'd be back. Mm -hmm. But it, really, why'd you play it cool? No, that's the real reason why I played it cool. Okay. I didn't know you were the person at the time, but I knew that I was going to be back. Mm -hmm. So I played it cool at that time. But what you didn't know is when I was walking out of the store, I stopped in the entrance and I hesitated for about five seconds. I was like, Oh, we I should go back and talk to her. Right? I, I picked it up. I saw it. You, you laid it back down because what happened? Because I said in that split second. In your heart. It was. It was, it huh? was, it was. <laughs> All right, I'll say. What did you say? I said, oh, we I should go back and talk to her. Mm -hmm. But nah, hold on just in case there's someone finer. Isn't that awful, people? Someone finer. But in my defense, when I find You're going to defend that? Oh, I'm going to defend this. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to defend this. You are not going to have these people starting off, especially the women, looking at me crazy. Okay. First of all, I wanted to go back and talk to her. But mm. I wanted to make sure it was the one my friend was the our mutual oh, friend. Oh, you know what? I can see that Come a little on, bit thank now. Thank you. After 26 after years. Almost 20, after almost 30 years. <laughs> after almost 30 years. I can almost years. see that now because of like, the dissension that it would have caused. Right. All, all of that. In the so, work environment. So I, I'll give you that. So I, I'm sitting I will, over here. Today, it's, it's recorded. Wow. It's official. It took almost 30 years. I feel vindicated. I, I will give you that. <laughs> so I'm like. I, okay. So I pause and I said. Oh, just hold on. Just, just I was stuck on the finer, right? But but that's now how, that we're mature, my, but that's how my eighteen-year-old mind was saying it right. at the time. You now know, now that we're mature, right? I suppose I can give so, you. A, thank I'll you. Give you some of that, man. Some, I feel so that. much better about this show. I think this is going to be a great <laughs> show. This is this is this is a good start right here. That's a good start. But man, so I paused. I had it hesitated, and I said, "No, just hold on, just." Just hold on. So I waited. But when I found out it was her, I was very pleased. And mm. we dated for about four years off, off and, and on. on. Yeah. We're going to keep it real. Okay. <laughs> in sin. the devil. In sin. Because we were, we were just starting to come into the Lord on our own. You know that transition right. where your parents are no longer making you go. You're starting to go on your own. We were both kind of on our own journey and you know we we were hooked up but we had a rule what was that rule never <laughs> on sunday no foolishness this is so bad on this the is sunday so bad. was is the lord's oh, day oh man all of the 
those days are going the up. The Lord's look, Day. Here we go. All those Sundays going up in the rededication, rededication line. Not the dedication Lord, line. Lord, because you knew oh, you was wrong last night God, you, and the night before. Man, but you know and what? the night before. But real talk, though, <laughs> real talk, you don't, we don't, we didn't realize and you don't realize the baggage that right. you pick up, you know, in those times. And I thank God that God was merciful to us in our ignorance, you know, right. and, but, New I, but I tell you this, I tell you this, God knew what he was doing because there was no way I was going to be able to sit under his word. You either and continue doing what we we're doing. It's like you either step up and put a ring on that finger True or you story. step off. True and story. I made the right decision, a decision that I've never regretted a day in my life, even through all of our yeah absolutely and real real talk that's what this show is about this show is about like in the intro that it says we're talking about marriage family traditional marriage and marriage family and everything in between so we're going to have some great topics we plan to put out a weekly show Mm -hmm. um roughly around 45 minutes to an hour yes and we're going to explore what god has to say about marriage and divorce and sex and arguing and children Children. you know there's the 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 topics are endless so this is what we plan to do and our vision for the show is that this can be a tool there's some great material out there but that this show can be a tool that um churches and uh, just Christians uh, can can use, you know, in learning reference to yeah, yes, reference absolutely. to on how to be married, kind of like a spiritual Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That 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 multi tool that, that does tool. so many things. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. So you want to jump into today's topic? Let's get it. Come All on. Right. Today's topic is why is marriage important? Why is it important? Why is it important to God? We have four different categories. Biblical, of course, mm-hmm. biological, that's a fun one, uh, societal and psychological. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to jump right into Let's it. Let's get it. Uh, we've selected uh, a few scriptures, scriptures that popped out to us. We do understand there are many scriptures in the Bible on marriage, but these were the ones that we felt were put on our heart to share to confirm the importance of marriage uh, to God. Absolutely. So absolutely. In the book of Genesis, Genesis 2 and 18. I'm so sorry. It says, and the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into woman (laughs) (laughs) and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, whoa, no, he said, (laughs) this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh 
and they were both naked, <laughs> the man <laughs> and his wife, and were not ashamed. Man. Amen. And I'm sorry, guys, I didn't say I was reading from the New King James Version uh, of the Bible. Um, if you were uh, able to read along or had a Bible app, please do join us on the scriptures when we call them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are a couple of things that stand out to me. I mean, we can do the whole show just on, on the, the scripture. Right absolutely. There. That was two. What was that? Two Genesis two eighteen through 25. Right. Sorry, guys. No, that no, no, no apology needed. Um, man, but there are a couple of things, like I said, that stick out to me. Number one. If you notice, I always like to say that God saved the best for last. Oh. Woman was the last thing that God created. Broke the mold. Bo hey, it was done <laughs> after that. <laughs> I, ain't creating yeah. nothing. I ain't creating nothing else. Man, but you know, <laughs> when you look at all other creatures, including man, they were made from the dust of the earth. Okay. Except for when you get to woman. She was made a little bit different, you know. She was taken out of man, you mm -hmm. know, so technically, yes, she was still made of the dust of earth as well. But she was created in a fashion that no other creature was created. Right. You know, when he made right. male and female with all of the other creatures, birds of the air, you know, beasts of the field, whatever, mm -hmm. they had their counterpart, male and female, that he created and created them in such a manner where they were, a where they were able to reproduce. But when he says it is not good for man to be alone, I will make him a helper or a helpmate suitable for him. She was made just a little bit different. She was created out of him. Mm. God showing in that moment the oneness, the oneness. Another thing that you see is that after woman was created, and after um, Adam said, ooh, we, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> the next thing you get. Whoa, yeah, man, the, woman. Yeah, the next thing you get is instructions on marriage. Right. And one of the things that it shows is that marriage was God's design before man was even created. God said, let us make man in our image. And when he's talking the our, he's not talking God and the angels. He's talking the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, mm. which are all one. Mm -hmm. And man is made in that image to be one. So when you see the issue of man and woman, it says that the two shall become one flesh. And here we're seeing the instructions for marriage. So God is letting us know very early on in, in the second chapter right of Genesis. Chapter two. Yeah, we didn't even hardly get deep into Genesis before God, you know, right in the beginning of Genesis, God is letting us know that marriage was his design from man from the jump. Did you notice at the end of that he called at, um, Eve wife at the end of this? Good point. Uh, yeah, he, he said wife. Good Good point. No, mm -hmm. I, I didn't catch that. Do you? Where's that? Where does it say that? At the end of uh, twenty five. I know I've heard it many times. They were times. naked and they were naked there and not <laughs> They were naked and not ashamed. Uh, he and his wife. I'm I'm in my next scripture for. Okay, reading, don't worry about it. Well, it did say that. Wow, and, that was a good and, observation. And I mean, I'm sure I knew that, but you know, I don't think I really heard it's it like that. Things, yeah, it's little yeah, things. Yeah, but it's like those little things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Called her wife. Next called her scripture. Wife. You know, I used to think that man had one less rib. <laughs> when I came <laughs> went, to the Lord, mind, too, yeah. Our, our minds are, I, are, are I not God's mind. Too. I used to think, oh, gosh, I wonder if man had one less rib. <laughs> 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 All right, next scripture. Proverbs 18, 22. It says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. 
you know, before I get into this scripture, I just want to say, I don't think I would do well if you were uh, one doing voices for, you know, reading scriptures. You know how you hear um, how you could get the audio Bible mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you hear the old English man. <laughs> I think stupid. that <laughs> I think you're that if stupid. I would have had you reading the scriptures, <laughs> I might not have heard too much of the word of God. I've been over here lusting because your Stop voice it. sounds so sexy. Stop and the it. Lord said, let there be light. Favor. Nah, I wouldn't have made it. Keep, <laughs> give, give me the old English guy <laughs> so I can hear the word of God. <laughs> Anyway, not uh, well. the scripture says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I can, favor. I can truly attest to the scripture. Truth. Um, Truth. Just to tell you guys a quick story. I remember when we got married, um, not too long after we got married, we had, you know, our oldest daughter. Um, right. Yeah. Number one. Number one. And number two was there. I think number three was almost on the way, huh? Number one was a part of the package from the beginning. Okay. So yeah. we, were, we were a package And deal. we will be going into those yes. type of things number as well. Number two came very shortly after marriage. Not even a year. <laughs> not, not even a year. And number three came even quicker than that. <laughs> and then on top of that, this is all within, you know, married and then within two years. Right. Two, two and a half years. Right. We were already almost at a full house. And Your cousin came my to cousin live with came us. to live yes, with us. We he were was a family of five. Right. So Boom. We, yeah, we were married and almost had uh, two kids going into teenage years. One was 12 and one was nine at the time. And so there was mm. a lot going on. But I remember I asked her, I said, would you be willing to because she would she had a career? I said, would you be willing to stay home and raise the kids, you know, um, take care of the home? take care of your man <laughs> and in turn I'll take care of you and I'll take care of the rest and she said okay mm-hmm. and I just thank God from the bottom of my such of a new concept too that was new to me I my mom worked you know all the women in my lives that's worked. so funny I did not know no my stay at home mom my grandmother was a stay at home mom and but my mom and my dad worked and I just remember during that time i i said if we ever if i ever had kids i would want what i saw through you know at my grandmother's house okay. and so i asked you and you said yes and god helped me to uphold that favor Be- man when you talk about favor and i always say this i said you know i had a good job it wasn't i wasn't rolling in the dough it was a good job it was a good job because they had Christmas parties. They had great <laughs> and, Christmas and parties. And benefits. They had prizes. Wonderful. She loved the Christmas Ooh, parties. Yip checks. You remember uh, yip yeah, checks? Yeah, the bonus checks. Woo! Yep. The bonus checks. But <laughs> see, I remember what they were called. Yeah. And, and, and so for her, they were. it was a great job. But it's <sighs> from a financial standpoint, we were a family of four at the time living on one income. You know, I, 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 was, uh, I had my own little detail business on the side and I had my you know, regular job, you know, that I was going to. And, you know, we, I Number had a little bit of money on the way. Yeah, so I had we a little bit of money. Family of five. I had a little bit of money in a 401k. I didn't even realize I was young. I, I wasn't really paying attention at that time, but we had built up a little bit of money in the 401k and God helped us to find a, a, a first time buyers program and all of these things. And next thing I know, we were able to move into our own house, not even what, two or three years after we were married. Yeah, what? we did three years. Yeah, I was like 25. In or, the apartment. Yeah. And, and year three, Absolutely. We, we moved to the suburbs. Ab- and I'm sorry, babe. I think we were, I'm, I'm trying to do the math. Were we a family of six? It was you and I. Number the one. The three girls. 
and the cousin. You're right. That's six. You're right. On one income. Wow. In a home. And and you, you were 25 when you bought your first home. When I bought my first home. Or when, well, when we bought, absolutely. but you know. You know but, you know the, but the. But when you look at it, I look favor, at us like favor, we found favor. favor because we were in God's will. You know, when you're not in God's will, you're riding on the mercies of God. You're just riding on the mercies of God. And Thank God that's a whole mercies. different thing because guilt is there. Shame is there, mm-hmm. especially for those of us who know the Lord. Um, well, only for those of us who know the Lord. There's right. not a lot of shame when you don't know the Lord. But, you know, all of that was gone. It was gone. So that was just a brief story of how I one example and there's so so many more of how I found favor with the Lord because I was doing it his way he said man you find favor with the Lord he didn't say um you know you find favor with the Lord with your girlfriend or no you know it says he who finds a wife Mm -hmm. not a girlfriend not a side chick not a boo thing it said he who finds a wife and remember over in Genesis, it says, leave your mother and father and cleave to your wife. wife. So, you know, you want to have favor with the Lord? Seek a wife unless you've been given the gift of being able to abstain. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. The gift of abstinence. <laughs> Absolutely. My Lord. A eunuch. <laughs> My Lord. Okay. Our next scripture is found in Ephesians chapter 5, 25 through 33. It starts off by saying, husbands, Uh love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Amen. That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle Jesus or (laughs) any such thing, (laughs) but that she should be holy and without blemish, yes, God. <laughs> so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves, uh, he who loves his wife, loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. For this reason, here we go again. A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife mm-hmm. as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. You know, I'm a truck driver by trade, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to use a little truck driver lingo. Um, When we're contacting another truck driver on CB, we like to say, driver, you got your ears on. So I'm going to say, fellas, you got your ears on? Fellas, fellas, you got your ears on. I need you guys (laughs) to listen to this. Check this out. He says, love your wife as Christ loved the church. You want to know how to learn to love your wife? Read the Gospels. Okay. <laughs> and okay. some act, acts. Man, when you look at what Jesus did, he served the church. He sacrificed for the church. He gave his life 
before the church. Right. He Speak who knew it. no sin took on sin for the sake of the church so that we can be reunited to God. And God turns around. He does not say, men love your children as Christ loves the church. Okay. He did not say, women love your husbands as Christ loved the church. He said, men love your woman, as love your wife or your woman as as Christ Mm -hmm. loved the church and gave his life for her. You want to, you know, every, you hear a lot of people talking about, you got to learn to love yourself. No, man, that's no, not no, scripture. No, but no, what I'm saying though is oh, that. Oh, I see where you're yeah, going. Go come ahead, on, go yeah. ahead. You know? Shush, shush, shush <laughs> wife, be silent. Nah, no, what be I'm silent. saying is, you know, you hear people say all the time, man, you got to learn to love yourself before you can learn to love anyone else. But here you want to learn to love yourself. Love your wife. All right. Love your wife. Learn who Jesus was. Learn what Jesus did. Man, Jesus took that beating. He took that humiliation. He allowed himself to be crucified on that cross. And he did all of that so that we can have a relationship with the Father and be reunited with him forever. And this is the attitude in the heart that he wants us as men to take on. And women, because man has that serious charge. He wants you to honor and respect him and women. That is something worth honor and absolutely. But I will, but I will say this women, when you do find yourself in a position where you, you're having a hard time honoring and respecting your husband, especially us, believing women learn to respect the position. Mm. If you learn to respect the position, God can work with that. Yes. You know, because now Absolutely. you may be the one that God is going to use to grow your husband, behavior. grow your husband up, you know, get him where he needs to be through your attitude and your demeanor. So when you're having a hard time respecting him, respect the position and get yourself around some solid women of God. Yes. who are going to edify you and uplift you to do that. You both. You Absolutely. both. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. All right. All right. So those were the scriptures that we picked for the biblical. So many more. So many more. Absolutely. But, but it, we only have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hard condensing it, yeah, y'all. Absolutely. And we had like seven or eight. And we absolutely. had to stop right there. Okay. But we're going to move into the fun part, the biological part. Ain't that fun for me. Yeah. Well, it gets, it gets a little, a little messy, but he, he brings it back. He, he, he makes it plain. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, but biologically speaking on why it's uh, important to marry, mm-hmm. um, it says here that the male and female body parts are compatible or like how we read earlier, they're comparable. Uh, they fit <laughs> together. <laughs> yes. We're going to let that, we're going to let that just marinate. They there. what? They fit together. Got it. Got it. Yes. He said he created them male and female, uh-huh, right? That's okay. what he said. All right. And they became one flesh. Absolutely. In the fitting. Uh-huh. Use those illy. Together. <laughs> okay. And uh, male and female bodies are suited to create life. Absolutely. See, when they are fitting together, there's a process <laughs> between the seed and the egg and they procreate and and make life it's it's Absolutely. a beautiful beautiful thing he did thing. say be fruitful and multiply hey, right get busy 
make babies. Biology yes. biology should line up with the scriptures. That's, that's what this, it says. That, hey, that's what this uh, is. Okay, come on. It also says that the female body is suited for sustaining life, you know, uh, uh, carrying the child and mm-hmm. feeding the child. All that's found in Genesis Absolutely. 1, 27 and 28. Absolutely. And then we're going to move right into the menstrual cycle. Oh, this is the I know this I is the hard part, but he, he does explain it very <sighs> well. The menstrual cycle and the wife of your youth. Absolutely. If you think about it, okay, okay. you guys just roll with me. I'm not saying that your sh- children should be getting married at 11. I'm not saying that. But when you look at this and how God created the body, mm-hmm. when you look at females, generally speaking, a young girl will get her menstrual cycle somewhere around t- 9, 10, no, 10, 11 11-ish. to 15-ish, somewhere right up in there, give and take either way, you know, generally speaking. Right. At that point, she is fully capable of carrying a child. True. Everything is ready for her to carry a baby. My Lord. God says, Marry the wife of your youth. God says in multiple scriptures all throughout the Bible, especially in Old Testament, Mm -hmm. the wife of your youth. youth. When you look at this issue of menstrual cycle, why didn't God give girls that? Why didn't they come around, you know, 25, 26, 18? Let's go as young as 18. Right, right. You know. Even the studies show that even Mary, when she was betrothed to Joseph, Mm -hmm. was somewhere around 14 14 years old. What I'm saying is, is this, when you look at how God has designed this, that we were to get married early, you know what I'm saying? Because his whole thing was about, not his whole thing, but it was about marriage and family. You know, we tell our kids these days, not all of us, but we tell our kids, you know, leave home, go to school, get an education experience life then get married then get get it out your system there's a problem then settle down there's a problem though when we're telling our kids you know you can start dating when you're 15 16 years old or you know 17 whatever and they don't get married till they're 24 25 28 30 that's a long time to try to abstain absolutely that's exactly what i'm saying And God didn't say, leave your mother and father, go go to college, experience life, get it all out your system, and then get married. I have nothing against college. No. You know what I'm saying? But what I do have an issue with is sexual morality. I know I've been on the the bad side of that. Right. And I'd be darned if I'm going to tell my kids, you know, other, you know, anything else. You know, we've always told our kids, you know, you're ready to date when you're ready to consider the ideal of marriage Mm -hmm. before then what are you doing you just playing marriage and practicing divorce (laughs) what 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 did you just i I said it okay i ain't taking it back oh (laughs) we'll we'll explore that when we get into the issue of talking about divorce stated but that's what wait say that again you were playing i don't know playing marriage and and practicing practicing divorce. divorce absolutely Absolutely, what? because there that are that sounds like a topic that when we get to the issue, when we get to the <laughs> topic like of divorce, topic. we're going to deal with that. Plan marriage and I got to write but, that down. But, you know, when you when you really think about it, man, you you there are certain things that you learn. You you know, when you're waiting for your spouse, 
you know, you you're learning how to possess your own body. Right. You're learning self control. Mm-hmm. You know, you're learning how to, you know, you know, all of these tools that you're 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 gaining in being patient, right. patient. in your I relationship. Yeah, your your relationship with the Lord is not strained in that way because of disobedience and and things of that nature, the guilt, the shame, and the consequences of that. There are certain things that you learn that you take into marriage. And when you look at the studies, the studies show that women, um, I saw a study recently that showed that women who waited um, to have sex before they were married, the divorce rate amongst those women are only about 9%. The women who waited to have sex after they were married. You said before. My bad. You, okay. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Who were They patient. waited until and marriage they, to have absolutely. sex. Absolutely. Okay. And I think that there's a lot there and a lot of skills and tools that God gives you um, in that waiting and in your relationship with him to wait till that time. So... You know, that's just something to ponder and think about. But anyway, let's move on before All I get right. in more trouble. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to hear about it. On <laughs> uh, we will hear about it. Oh, this. boy. Uh, well, the next one is just as touchy. Oh, All God. right. And then there is a virgin blood covenant. Oh, that's God. another biological uh, uh, important part of marriage. And Well, for the way God originally ordained it to go there there should be right (laughs) there should be bless God for new mercies okay I really think that a virgin blood covenant I really think that we don't the reason part of the reason we don't understand a lot more of the oneness that God is talking about Mm -hmm. is because unfortunately even for a lot of us who are believers Mm -hmm. we didn't marry virgin to virgin right but when you look at it from God's perspective talking about biology once again lining up with the scriptures yep women generally speaking unless something's going on you have start you start out with a natural seal mm-hmm. what is it called because i don't want to say it the heimlich so you're just gonna make this more you're just gonna make this difficult huh i i say heimlich <laughs> i say it jokingly i know um, it's the hymen but absolutely. i think in our first couple of studies I did say that honestly. <laughs> he said, "He said, what is it called?" And I was like, "The Heimlich." <laughs> he was like, "Girl, that's a procedure for when you're choking." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I mean the Heimlich." I knew what I meant, but I said what I said, right. so we kind of kept it in there because it's funny. Well, the Heimlich, right? Women are young girls are naturally given a natural seal, and the way God designed it is when you come with that seal as virgin. And your husband, who just left home, you know, <laughs> leave your mother, father, and okay. is now cleaving to his wife, he comes virgin. You say with your body, this is your gift that I give to you. And you're the one that I'm going to allow to break the seal, hmm. you know. And with that seal being broken, there's a blood covenant that happens because generally speaking, there's an issue of blood that comes in old Jewish customs there. And, and I actually love this. Um, there was something that they used to do at the night of the marriage bed, you know, the sheet <laughs> that was the consummation, right, the consummation state, sheet the fitting together. That sheet was to be given to the parents of the wife, just in case the husband at some point said she was not virgin mm-hmm. when I married her bringing a bad name upon her. Right. The parents could bring the sheet to the elders 
and show proof that she was virgin. Right. And the elders would look at the guy and say, you cannot divorce her. Right. You must stay with her because she was virgin. But the uh, you guys enter into a, a, a blood covenant, just like we entered into a blood covenant with the Lord because of what God, because of what Jesus Christ did when he shed his blood on the cross. Man, when I say that marriage is a replica, or a mirror image, a mirror reflection of the relationship (laughs) between us and a father, you know, man, it is so, so, so awesome. So this issue of blood covenant is, is, is a, is a beautiful thing from God's perspective. And you know, just how um, kids would sometimes stick a pen in their hand and, you know, they would touch and say, we're, you know, we're from, blood brothers, yeah, from this point yeah. on, the husband and the wife enter into a blood covenant. Problem is, some of us are so far removed from the blood covenant Father, that mercies, we don't Father. understand new mercies. Yeah, that, that deep, that <laughs> deep oneness, you know, that God had Thank for you, us. Lord. But once again, this is just, just to show how God. God looks at these issues. Mm -hmm. Once again, biology backing up what the word says. All right. Well, this one is a fun one. There is physical pleasure. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to let that one marinate there, too. Oh, we're going to put it with the other one. When the fitting together happens and it, you know, it goes on for a time period, there is a physical pleasure that happens. (laughs) Towards the end of the fitting. How about you just stop it? (laughs) (laughs) The fitting (laughs) together. Yes. What is it called? The one flesh. The flesh becoming one. What is it? What's the first letter? (laughs) Oh, it's it here it's written the big O. Listen. Check this out, people. You hear him putting on his berry white? Listen. Okay. One, two, three. (laughs) I'm back. Okay. When you think about it, okay. When you think about it, God, the only time God tells us to be apart sexually, you know, is through fasting and fasting prayer. Fasting and prayer. And then He yes. says to come back together soon. Soon, lest you have an enemy come visit. Wasn't it you. Sarah who said, "Shall I have pleasure in it my was. old age?" Yes, she when she smiggled, <laughs> when she smiggled, she smiggled in her heart, she smiggled in her heart because she said, the Lord right. said she was going to have a baby. <laughs> Think about it, guys. Let, at 90-something. Um, I'm going to be as clean as I can be. Where do you think orgasms came from? You think evolution produced that? Or mm. do you think God gave that? It, You know, it's not just animalistic, you know, you know, instinct. You know, you got to preserve the, the the lion pride or the, the whatever your, you know, whatever. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. It's not that way for us. God gave physical pleasure. And men, take care of your business. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say on that. But I will say this. I I just wanted to slip that in. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Amen. But God is the one who gave the or God is the one who gave us orgasms. And he's trying to show us that not only do I want you to be in a position to procreate and to be fruitful and multiply, but I've also given you pleasure. I want you to be happy. Babe, read that um this phrase at the be bottom happy. of the page. What does it say? It says the marriage bed is the only bed that is not defiled. Absolutely. So in marriage, God wants there to be pleasure through the sexual union. So he gave both the ability to have 
pleasure. Once again, biology lining up with the scriptures. That. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm out of here. That was our fun <laughs> Between section. menstrual cycle and blood covenant and <laughs> orgasms, I done had enough. We can stop the okay. show right now. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, they, during our practices, these were the best parts. That they were the funniest part for you yeah there are many uh takes take <laughs> one take 11 <laughs> take 72 absolutely all right no, so we're good. gonna move on to societal marriage and family are the foundation of a society pretty much all or almost all social ills can be linked or traced to the breakdown of the nuclear family absolutely Look, this is not a a guarantee, right? but it's the closest thing to a guarantee that you will get. Anywhere you look where social ills like crime, gangs, mm-hmm. drugs, right. prostitution, not just prostitution, but um, um, sex outside of marriage. Permiscuity. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Any society or community where this is, where this, these are the, the main stays of the, pl- you know, wherever they are. Right. You see the breakdown of the family. There is a direct link between places where social ills run rampant and breakdown of the family. So could uh, there be a person who's a pastor or could there be a pastor and, you know, they have a family, you know, mother, husband and wife and the kids they'll come out wrong absolutely it can happen it's called free will absolutely that can happen but is it the norm when there's when the nuclear family's intact no it's not right so all of these social i mean even when you look at all of the sexual immorality that's immorality that's going on in our society today i know i'm using it's biblical words possible for a, a child to not be inundated with foolishness day in and day out they have it in their hand Mm -hmm. right in their hand on their phones you can't get a burger without it being sold sexualized sexually sold i mean it's just it's it's amazing i i don't know how we're i don't know how we're doing it today man well we're not we're not we're not successful in this country anymore because marriage uh, you know traditional marriage is the one thing that is not promoted right? today it uh, is the thing every that's mocked other, yeah it's the thing that's mocked and mocked and every other form of cohabitation is, is lifted high right. right absolutely and it's no wonder if god says leave your mother father and cleave to your wife so he was speaking to the right. husband if he would say to the if man. he would say that you would obtain favor you know you know, with the Lord, you know, when you seek a wife, but yet marriage is the one thing that is on the back burner. Traditional marriage. Guess what? The consequences are these social ills. So even once again, right here, when you look at it, society backing up (laughs) what the scripture says, when we do what God says, we're blessed. When we don't do what God says, these are the consequences of those actions. When man thinks to know better than God, That's the start of the fall. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to move into the psychological. This is is our last last category. Look at us. All right. Psychologically, marriage promotes selflessness, caring for others before yourselves. Children feel safer, more secure, more confident. 
and our children are more apt to desire marriage over the other forms of cohabitation when given a good example of marriage. Not, Not perfect. perfect, good. Absolutely. Man, every time we get to this part right here, I'm always reminded of a situation we went through. Um, when number five was born, mm. she was, I mean, she was just fresh out the oven. Right. Um, we almost lost Miss 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 Wilson here. Um, she started hemorrhaging and come to find out she flatlined on the table, but mm. God held her and brought her through it. Thank but, you, Lord. You know, when she came home to recover, um, my mom came and stayed with us for two weeks. What the kids were off for, what was it again? I think it was spring break. Spring you know, they break, were on right. track school right. during that time. Okay. So remember they had longer breaks in between. Oh, that's it right. Was, that's it was right. weird. You know, they had different break, A, A track, C track, Got you know. It. But I remember um, after two weeks, my mom had to go back home and we had to talk to number two and number three. Number, number one was, was at college. college right? So number two and three were about nine and 10 and 13 months apart. And we had to sit them down and say, listen, guys, you guys are going to have to take care of your baby sisters because they not only had to take care of the newborn. They had to take care of number four, which at the time was about four or five. Right, right. And, you know, we've always trained our kids how to, you know, they, they always were a part of the rearing of their sisters. So right. it wasn't a new concept to them, but actually having to take care of the newborn was a little bit of a new concept because mama had to heal and I had to go back to work. So I get up one morning, it's about three in the morning, and I saw the most amazing thing. Hmm. Um, I can't remember which one. So number either well number two was warming up the baby's bottle while number three was changing the baby's diaper and they were getting ready to feed her and put her back to sleep so they had to learn how to hear their sister when she cried mm. they had to change her feed her diaper and they and they were doing all of this so that their mom can get some rest and the family, we all had to, we all pulled together. You, right. you know, they were f making sure that number four was fed and taken care of and really gave mom that, that opportunity. That I was fed. Right. Oh, uh, that's right? right. They were right? cooking for you as well. Right. And, you know, th they weren't like, oh, why do I have to? No. no. They had to help with what the family needed at that time. And it was such a beautiful, beautiful moment. But that's what, that's what's good, you know. From a psychological standpoint, that's teaching our kids how not to be selfish. I mean, man, you know, even when you look at our women, you know, psychologically, it is better for a woman. You know, no woman really wants to be known as a baby mama. No woman no. ever really wants to be known as I'm good enough to have sex with, but I'm not good enough to make a lifelong commitment to. Yep. And when uh, women find themselves in this position, man, that means that something has gone wrong in their thinking. You know, it is always better for a woman to know that she's loved, adored, and wanted. Psychologically, it's just much better. And even when you look at men, it is not a good thing. The word of God says, flee youthful, youthful lust. lust. When we out there chasing skirts and, you Ooh, know. You're dating yourself, sir. Well, you know, we out chasing there. Skirts. When you're out there chasing skirts and getting digits and all of this kind of <laughs> stuff. That's what you about. You How'd know? you walk around the mall? Wow. With a pen? 
I kept a pen with me. I kept <laughs> Back a pen. In the day. You didn't know. That was before <laughs> cell phones. You had a pager at that time, you know, but you Possibly. kept a pen. Yeah. Kept a pen. Oh, God. Okay. Ooh, Jason Skirts. Oh, Jason Skirts. My back hurt. Well, I just felt <laughs> no, that like I just got ran funny. over. <laughs> that was funny. You said Jason Skirts. You took me back yeah, but, to the Fox Hills Mall. But, but guess what, though? It's irresponsible. Mm. God never designed for us to be irresponsible. Men are at their best when men are taking care of those that God puts in his life. And God says, leave your mother and father and cleave to your wife, man. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, Several psychologically, times. it is better for a man to be married than to be out there unless you have the gift of celibacy. My Period. Lord, what a gift. Just because we're consenting adults. And we both are okay with what we're doing does not mean that it is good for God. It was never God's design for a man to be out there sleeping with this one, sleeping with that one, sex or for was, women to be in that position either. Sex was made for the marriage bed. Absolutely. Period. period. The it, traditional marriage bed. That's where you. So if you are having the sex outside of the traditional walls of marriage era, is 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 your lot but bless god for new mercies and new understandings and information that can give you uh a chance to change your mind and agree with the author and the ordainer of marriage absolutely and that's what we envision for this show for bip because i promise our issue is to not jump down your throat looking at you from a high pedestal with our finger wagging at you that no, no that's not it not at all we want you to know what god says because when you know better you do better or you should do better right and so that's what we we hope that this show can do but anyway look at this whoa there's look that music you know what this. that music means we've come to the end of our very <laughs> first show man it, we, we thank you guys for hanging in there with us oh my goodness we only hope to get better from this point on please do stay tuned for more tell, tell a people friend. about the show and we just want to say god loves you we love you john 3 16 we out oh babe